guys so today i'm gonna be posting a youtube video also today on the same thing so if you'd like to go check that out go to fish revisions my youtube channel so that would be awesome but today's question is how big should my pond be this is a question many people ask but is there a right answer no it's purely up to you and how big of a yard you have and what you want to put in it so first question you should ask is how big is your yard the second question is what is the purpose of your pond the third one is what do you want to put in your pond so first let's get to the first one how big is your yard if you have like an apartment or a very small backyard you won't be able to fit like a 12 by 12 pond but there are a few other ways you can keep uh, ponds in a small backyard such as a pool pond that you can keep in maybe you in your house probably maybe but a lot of people keep them in their garages um, or a small patio bowl pond which you can keep on like the edge of your balcony if you have an apartment but when you don't have a lot of yard or have a very small one let me know if you would like to see a video on basically how to keep animals when you have you know a small yard but I'll be today speaking on classic ponds as in a liner, rocks, etc. So first we're gonna go over. It's simple if you have a smaller yard, um, you'll probably want a smaller pond, unless you wanna cover your entire backyard with your ponds, which is kind of what Paul Caffaro did. And if you have a bigger backyard, there's a chance you'll want a bigger pond. Or if you're younger, your parents might not want you to keep a large pond, um, or you don't have the money to pay for a large pond. Now, the second question is, what is the purpose of your pond? Purpose is very important. Do you want fish? Do you want a water garden with only plants? Do you want turtles? Do you want other living, other living creatures in your pond, such as frogs, newts, etc.? Do you just want to love water and you don't know what you want to put in it yet? Some of these are just for people's enjoyment, but some people don't want these in their pond. So keep listening and I'll let you know my opinion on how big your pond should be based off your needs and if you have other ideas or other things you would like to add or subtract from what I'll say, uh, go to the YouTube video or write a review and uh, comment below. So what specifically do you want for your pond and exactly how big should my pond be? Uh, in the YouTube video, I'll leave timestamps um, to where uh, if you don't want to listen to the thing I'll be saying, you can go and uh, fast forward to the uh, specific type of fish or animal you're uh, looking for. But one, fish. Um, if you're staying for this segment, then fish for uh, ponds, then um, you know, stay for this segment. So what types of fish should I consider? I'll list off a few. Uh, goldfish, for one, there are many different types. It's not like, you know, plain boring goldfish. Um, koi, they kind of start off smaller, three to four inches, kind of like a goldfish, but they will get a lot bigger. Uh, number three, guppies, mollies, platies. Um, they kind of are in the same area because, I mean, they don't look the same, but they're like very similar in care. That's why people, you know, mix them together. Mollies, it's like a small, they all come in different shapes and sizes. They're all around the same size actually, but they're all in different colors. Very great fish. 
But if you want to keep those outside, you kind of have to live in Southern Florida because they're more of a warm water fish. Otherwise, you just keep it in a fish tank at your house. Now, four, uh, small native fish like bluegill. Uh, they vary in types and sizes and are also very colorful and fast and fun to watch um, when they eat. Um, no matter, and they're a great fish no matter where you live, they're good for all climates. Uh, number five, the last predator fish. Largemouth bass and channel catfish are what I'm going to be going over um, today. Uh, not specifically other exotic predator fish. Uh, these are the two most basic and well-known predator fish that can be in your pond and can survive almost any climates, at least in the U.S. Um, but they do get big. There are more exotic um, fish like red-tailed catfish, gar, apaku, arowana. These are a lot larger fish and uh, need consistent warm climates. So unless you live in the Amazon or uh, you live in southern Florida, you might be able to keep them there. A lot of people do. Um, but otherwise, you can't really keep them, um, at least outside, if you have colder weather. Now, two, turtles. Um, they're very cute and sometimes mean, um, but but basically, I'll be giving you a quick answer if you want. If you have time to invest to feed them, spend time with them outside, maybe give them a water change, uh, spend time out there to get them to be used to you, then yes, you should. Maybe if you're a kid, you have time at home, yes. Um, but if you can't give them these proper things, then no, you shouldn't. Uh, now, different types of turtles. The most common turtle to keep is a red-eared slider. Start off pretty small. They can max a male, uh, maxes around uh, six to eight inches. Of course, they can be larger and or smaller um, on rare occasions. Females uh, normally get to the size of nine to 12 inches in length. Of course, can they can vary in size. Um, but red-eared sliders are invasive to many areas which means they are not native to your area. And people uh, started releasing their pet turtles and they repopulated and eventually they become invasive. Basically means when it's invasive, if you catch it legally, you're supposed to keep it and oh, you're supposed to keep it or kill it. You're not allowed to just put it back in the water. Um, so that's why a lot of people catch turtles and then keep them. Um, but check out your regulations for your area. Uh, we see a lot of this in Florida. Um, I think like things like uh, exotic fish like plecos aren't native there. I don't even think tilapia is native in uh, Florida, but people released them or somehow they got out and uh, now they're all over Florida. Um, I th actually, I think that's with cichlids. There's a lot of cichlids that are like that. Um, yeah, there's some specific type of turtles. Um, just look up the turtles that are native to your area. Um, that naturally that naturally live in your state and start there and look at those turtles if they're any interest to you they are uh, they should not have any legal um, problems when with native turtles to your area um, but if your native turtles don't interest you like here in California we have a very bland amount of turtles but a lot of people let go turtles let go let their turtles go uh, so there's a lot of turtles everywhere um, that aren't native that we don't even know we have out here uh, like uh, snapping turtles we're not it's illegal to keep snapping turtles out here but you know people let them go and eventually more popular in Southern California people find them um, but look in, look into other states that kind of have your same climates because of course if you're keeping animals outside and you're looking at other fish 
uh, that are native to a different area, make sure they kind of have your same temp your uh, same temperatures, climates, um, just to make sure your fish will thrive uh, when moved to a different state. And uh, yes, you can buy animals and fish online, and so, so you don't have and and safely people safely transport them. Um, of course, you know there's sometimes rare occasions where bad things happen, but most of the times they arrive they arrive to your house safely. Um, other creatures you can get newts, frogs, etc. They can live in very in various sizes of ponds. Um, just make sure the size of your pond has at least like a foot of depth, maybe a three foot by three foot or a three by four foot for a frog, because they like to hang around in plants but also jump in the water sometimes. So. I hope by now I've taught you kind of what you're looking for for your pond. Now I'll tell you um, different like later exact measurements, um, but basically different fish. I have, I, have, I have notes here, but let me just get into it. So uh, this is assuming you're planning to build a pond um, with pond liner uh, covering with stones or you're gonna buy one of those plastic bin ponds you can find at Home Depot or Lowe's. Um, just an FYI, when you're building a pond with a pond liner, if you are not a plastic bin, make sure that it is at least 40 mils thick, spelt M-I-L, apostrophe S. Um, that's how they measure thickness in pond liners. A lot of pond liners that you buy are very cheap and thin, maybe 12 and a half mils thick or 20 mils thick. But when you're dealing with uh, turtles with sharp nails, um, fish fish with sharp fins, sometimes they can puncture um, thin liners. So make sure you buy a nice proper kit, a pond kit um, that's good for the size of your backyard, or you can buy all the products separately. Just make sure you have a nice thick pond liner, at least 40 mils thick, at least if you're getting turtles. But now I'm gonna go over exactly the best goldfish for your pond. Now there are comet goldfish, shabunkin goldfish, fantail goldfish, ryunkin goldfish, and oranda goldfish. Those are a few great ones for your pond. If you have other ones or other goldfish or even other fish you think would be good for ponds, um, comment down below um, in the YouTube video if you wanna go check it out. Uh, these cold goldfish vary in size. Um, sometimes these comet goldfish and some of these other ones can actually get a decent size, like six inches but that's when they're like a lot older, you have to feed them a lot. Most of the time they stay around um, the same size, not as when you're, they're babies when you first get them, but around the size of uh, the rest of these other goldfish that I mentioned, and they're pretty friendly to each other. So now I'm gonna go over specific gallons. If you want goldfish, now I'm not gonna be going over for some of these I will, but for goldfish especially because they're a lot smaller, I'm not really going to go over how many exactly you can keep in this minimum because you should do your research on that. Um, but I would say for goldfish, you need, especially because they can get big, a minimum of 50 gallons. So one of these ponds at Home Depot, um, I pop it up on the screen at um, on my YouTube video, but they have uh, one of these bins. I think they're like 50 or 60 gallons. So get one that's at least 50 gallons for goldfish. Um, also depends um, on how many you want. And if you're building an in-ground pond, that means a pond that's around two and a half feet wide by three feet long by one feet deep would be a minimum um, for different types of goldfish. Now, if you want to know how many fish to keep in a pond, I'll link a, 
also link down below in the YouTube video um, so you can know. Now, next, I'll be going over Koi. Koi start off pretty small. Um, they're normally sold around three to seven inches, but can be smaller and bigger uh, depending on you know, where you get them. <coughs> but when building a pond for Koi, uh, even if you buy them when they're small, they can reach around 12 to 15 inches, but some, if you take real good care of them, feed them a lot, they can get up to two feet long or sometimes even bigger in rare cases. Um, so the size of the pond is important. My pond um, is a minimum for full-grown koi. It's eight feet wide by 11 feet long by two feet deep. So it's around 1,000 to 1,200 gallons, which is a minimum for around one to three koi, um, varying in probably the more average size around 15 inches. And uh, of course, bigger is better. Always build your pond bigger. Now next I'll be going over predator fish. Um, I'll just be going over largemouth bass and channel catfish because they're the most common for everyone to get and own. So channel catfish. Uh, this is a bottom feeding fish but can come up to the top when like, trained to be hand fed. But these fish get around near the same size as a koi um, but they can get a little bigger around 12 to 24 inches long. So for the pond maybe 1,000 to 1,500 gallons my pond, um, probably good for only one full-grown catfish, but if you get it a bit bigger, maybe 15 gallon, 1,500 gallons or plus, uh, you can maybe have two full-grown channel catfish. And if you think they're pretty uh, lame, you can go online and actually buy some baby albino channel catfish and grow them up. I think that's what I'm, I might do sometime. Um, but yeah, so a pond size, that would be around 9 feet wide, 11 feet long, and 2 feet deep. Now, bass. Bass are a very active fish. They get big and are a lot, you know, quote unquote, taller than koi and catfish. Uh, they average a size of 12 to 15 inches, but when fed properly, they can easily get to 22 inches, uh, around, you know, 15 to 22 inches, two and a half pounds to seven pounds. So, when properly cared for this fish, uh, it really needs 1,500 to 2,000 gallons for a minimum of a full grown bass. Um, that's why I don't even want to keep a bass in my pond because it's only like a thousand for a full-grown bass is really not going to be happy in it. Um, so when you have a when you have a pond with 1,500 to 2,000 gallons, you might be able to keep two to three medium-sized bass, um, but a 2,500-gallon pond, 2,500-gallon pond, Aquascape sells an 11 by 16 uh, pond, which is like 2,600 gallons, I think. And you can keep two to three good-sized bass in that thing. Um, so you can go check that out, um, Aquascape's products and their pond kits. Uh, that's what I have for my pond. They literally sell the best products. Um, but for a pond, um, 11 feet wide, 16 feet long, 2 feet deep, um, that's like a 2,500-gallon pond. Uh, maybe a minimum of, if you want a minimum-sized pond, 10, 9 to 10 feet wide. 12 to 13 feet long and at least two feet deep um, that might house one or two bass now um, for the fun and curious animals so many people love turtles and uh, by the way I, I forgot to write a note on this but bluegills are a great little sunfish you can easily catch them almost anywhere you live on a little piece of worm just search up a bluegill or a sunfish 
there's a few you know variations of them but they're but it's really all just pattern differences and maybe tiny bit of size but barely any they're a great pond um, for maybe a three a minimum of three to five hundred gallons um, they can get decent a decent size but most of them say stay around a reasonable size of uh, four to six inches they can get bigger though but they are a great pet for um, maybe some bigger fish tanks like a um, but maybe like I don't know full a full-grown big bluegill and all two or three hundred gallons um, but you could keep maybe four or five you know smaller size bluegills or sunfish in like a 50 or 60 gallon pond like the ones that you get at Home Depot but back to turtles um, depends where you live um, some popular uh, pond turtles that you can keep in pretty much anywhere of course still do your research Raiders sliders cooters uh, possibly mud or musk turtles um, they're great for small ponds and fish tanks painted turtles yellow belly sliders map turtles possibly snapping turtles but you have to do your research on them um, and find out if they're legal and if you have a proper size uh, pond for that and possibly spotted turtles again let me know if i missed any so for ritter sliders um, they near they get near the same size as map turtles painted turtles cooters cooters do get a little bit bigger though around 15 uh, inches uh, full grown maybe a female um, the same as yellow belly turtles so a minimum pond for these are one to two hundred gallons um, at least for one full at one full-grown turtle uh, a 100 to 200 gallon pond maybe two juveniles around two to four inches in length um, but my pond is a thousand gallons and is really only good for around maybe two full-grown turtles full-grown you could maybe squish three or four but I'd just stick with um, one if you have a smaller pond maybe go up to two if you get a like an 800 gallon pond or just you know keep going up from there um, so yeah, now for smaller turtles, such as these mud or musk turtles, uh, they're really good fish tanks. Um, full grown, they get around uh, musk turtles. Um, the reason why they're called musk turtles is because when you pick them up, they get scared. Um, sometimes they will uh, give off this musk odor. Uh, mud turtles, they're get, they get a little bit bigger than musk turtles, but these two turtles um, stay around three to three to five and a half inches. Five and a half inches is would be a real big uh, mud or musk turtle. Um, but I would say a minimum of, of at least uh, fifty to seventy gallons. So one of those uh, smaller ponds at Home Depot would be good um, because a lot of times if you have a big pond with small turtles, you can't really keep track of them and have to uh, really train them good uh, to know where all the pellets are. Um, but I think that would be comfortable for maybe uh, two of these small turtles. And that's it. Uh, I went over bass, bluegill, koi, goldfish, all types of turtles. And I hope I answered some of your questions. And if you would like to add anything to this, uh, go and comment, of course, if you're on the YouTube video. Um, if you have any other questions, you can email me and uh, I'll answer. So normally I would get to the Bible verse and positive comment channel on a YouTube video, but it's not. Um, so I hope you guys liked this podcast, got some information from it. And I hope you guys have a wonderful day. I will see you guys next episode because I post on this podcast every other day. Goodbye.